Welcome back to another episode of Divine Data. I am Samantha Rose Paprin, and today I am sat with Kara Mosier. She is an artist, an author, and a musician. I am so excited to have you here, sister. How are you today? I am so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. I am having a very good day now that I'm talking to you. It's definitely been the brightest point of my day. I know. I love speaking with you. I love connecting with you. Kara, I'd love for you to tell us a little bit about your book, Here Comes Trouble. So if you want to explain about the book that's coming out to be announced in the spring. So it's called Here Comes Trouble, um, Trouble in a Good Way. Uh, and what it's about is about my a lot of things, mostly my awakening, but it's a memoir about my misdiagnosis of bipolar for almost a decade. And then when I got off pills, I healed myself without pills. And I talk about that. And it's about um, other things like my awakening that happened, um, where I recognize we live in a matrix, everything's an illusion. It talks about sacred medicine and the quantum awakenings that happen through ayahuasca and psychedelics and connecting with ETs and psychic abilities and magic. Yes, I spring love- 2021. <laughs> Finish That's the book, Kara. <laughs> You've got this. You're doing it. It's oh, it's happening. done. It's done. Yeah. I, I tap into the acoustics when I write it. I just channel it. So flows right through you. I love that. Um, so when exactly did this book come through or begin to come through for you? I love that question. I actually write about this in the book. Um, when I was tw- about 26, 27, 28, about there, um, I was on a mushroom trip and spirit had started talking to me like on mushroom trips, like literally like I could hear the voice of spirit. And it said to me, you're going to write your memoir. And I was like, what about what? I'm 25 <laughs> years old. What the fuck? I'm some privileged white girl from America. What the fuck do I have to write about? And then I was diagnosed bipolar after, shortly after and unsuccessfully treated suicide ideation, anger outbursts off the fucking charts for almost a decade, maxed out in pills to find out I had borderline personality and then healed myself without pills. Anyways, I just got off topic there. But anyways, I'm like, that was a lot. You know, I was like, oh, my God, that's something to write about. So that for a while I was writing this memoir for people who are bipolar. <laughs> and then it became for people who are misdiagnosed. And then I had a quantum awakening after doing ayahuasca and like woke up and didn't know that mind control was real and that like basically everything was an illusion. And I needed to share that as well. So yeah, when I was 25, short answer, long answer, what I just gave. <laughs> I love that. Actually, honestly, my books came through to me on a mushroom trip a few years ago as well on a mountain in Guatemala. (gasps) I've been to Guatemala too. I love that. We have so many things in common and and mushroom trip as well. I love that. Yes. Spirit talks to you too. And I I always like to put a little disclaimer that I totally support um, plant medicines, but I also support like proper education around it and making sure that we're doing it safely and all of that. Um, but that being said, I am an advocate of it. If it is a medicine that works for you, um, because the proof is in the pudding, both you and I, um, have experienced trips. That's actually also how this podcast came to be as well. Wow. Yeah. So it's cool. Um, I love that. And, and 
uh, I love to hear the timeline in which it comes into manifestation because I think that can put some ease to some people listening or viewing this right now um, to realize, you know, these things are going to happen. They're coming into fruition and it may not happen. Like just because it comes through a few years ago doesn't mean it's going to happen in that moment. Right. you are creating it, this like there is something to be said about divine timing. Everything is happening like as it's meant to be. And I love the conversation that Kara and I were having before we um, press record because you were really giving me some great advice through the experiences that you've had yourself and your your own like channel being able to flow for me and offer me that advice was really like a, such a beautiful reminder of how all of these things are coming into fruition. You know, like I as well had these (laughs) mushroom trips that brought me to these books and I'm gonna be publishing a book this year too. You did that, the same thing. It's like, it's so exciting to hear that we're on this very similar path. Yes, we are vibrating so similarly. I, I like to say you vibrated your way into my life via the algorithm. And, um, yeah, like totally. And then I learned that you had done some sacred medicine as well. And I want to say, I agree that like the sacred medicine definitely should always be looked into and not taken lightly. It's sacred. <laughs> and, um, I did do, wrote, I like wrote a long, beautiful chapter about my ayahuasca ceremony, which was done with shamans and, you know, um, with tons of intention. And, uh, so yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there too, but yeah, you and I are definitely riding the same wave right now. I think with this ascension that's coming through with the age of Aquarius starting and coming into this new dawning, it's going to soon be the golden age, the new golden age that, you know, there's a wave to ride and it's available for anyone. It's a vibration of love, peace, non-judgment, compassion, and just, just an expansion of love. So girl, you're vibing with love and so am I. And here we are talking about it. And here we are talking about it. Yeah, I love that. I really am excited to read your book. I mean, cause I'm so excited. Every time we talk, you like let me into this like new layer of you. And uh, one of my favorite things is uh, how I somehow managed to make it on Instagram almost every time you're playing music live. So <laughs> I'd love to hear like a little bit about what, what channels that through. For oh you. yeah. I'd love that. Well, um, that's actually ties into both my book and, uh, music. So I realized that I, well, I chose not to feel for the longest time. I literally was just emotionally numb, but I have always played the piano since I was like six, seven years old, I took lessons. And, um, but besides that played and I would, even though I wasn't feeling, I was transmuting my feelings through music. I've always, I go up to a piano and I just, you just play and it's a vibration. You know what I mean? Literally it's an energy, like it's a letting go. It's an alchemization. And I come up to the piano and what I do now, especially like I grew to be able to do this. I think at this point is I just make up music as I go and I just play how I'm feeling or I tap into the vibration of the world. How's the world feeling? What sound does the world need to hear right now? And this actually, it reminds me of my ayahuasca ceremony because it it was really, then I started really waking up. And part of that was seeing what I was able to do, what I was good at. And I'm before my ayahuasca ceremony, there was a piano and, um, I started playing and 
I turn around after a little while and all the like 30 people that were doing the ceremony with me were behind me just listening. And, and I just felt so seen. I could, I could feel the feeling right now. I'm like, could the tears kind of well up and just them all listening to me play. And I just, um, I started crying. It was so beautiful. And the shaman came out cause he had been taking a nap before our ceremony. And he said, I heard you playing music and, and I thought it was a recording. He's like, I knew it was healing music when I heard it. And I, he came out to see me doing it and he just reminded me, and that's all we need to do is be reminded of our skills that I, I play healing music because I transmute my emotions into sound. Absolutely. Like I love, I love hearing that because I think we all have different medicine to offer to the planet and we channel it through in different ways, you know, like some may have it through their voice and they have it through their voice and writing. Some may have it through their voice, writing and painting, you know, like we offer it in so many different ways. Um, and I love hearing when people tap into that and can activate that within themselves. I think that's what we're here to do. You know, we're here to heal ourselves, to help heal humanity as a whole. Um, so what you're doing is really incredible sharing such a vibrant story. Cause you are such a vibrant person. Uh, you know, you really are. I had to do that. I had to do that. <laughs> um, <laughs> you're so cute. You just juggle <laughs> yeah. for anyone who's listening. She's, she's juggling, dancing around. It's great. It's great. It's what we're meant to be doing. It's going back to that like childlike joy of freedom of expression. It's that willingness to, to be seen and to see yourself and then to like offer that and how you got there to the world. So like through your music and through this book, you're really like offering the planet some serious medicine. Um, so I'm so appreciative. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Thank you for seeing that. And um, thank you for bringing that up because I, be I believe what you're saying, that we all have different gifts and ways to bring our light codes, our gifts, our activations, whatever it is, we all come into this world with these gifts to share. That's why we all are one. And that's why we all really do need each other. Mm -hmm. um, and so I love that thinking that, how I am sharing and you too with your podcast and the book that you're writing and you're going to do another a series too and you act and you create all this content all the time like you you're a host you're a voice you're a renaissance woman so you're sharing your codes too thank you thank you babe yeah, I, I think that's what we're doing, though. We're vibrating towards each other and we're going to be creating. We are creating together. You know, we've done some work on your page. We're doing this. Right yeah. Like, there's just more to come <clears throat> manifest that we even like are able to see right now. I think that a lot of people are coming together um, in these new communities, these newfound communities, especially through yeah. the internet, which has like been demonized for so long. But we found a way to like use these algorithms for the highest and greatest good of all involved and for ourselves and our own healing. I like to say like healing out loud is what I'm doing. And it seems to be what you're doing as well. Yes. Um, so how long has it been since that diagnosis of bipolar? Um, I was diagnosed or misdiagnosed rather on my Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's cool. Yeah. I have, I'm going, I have to change it up. Cause sometimes, I mean, you know, it's a, it is a almost a decade yeah. leaving yeah. it. But, um, so when I was 29, 20, 29, my Saturn returns, uh, yeah, 29, I think February of whatever year that was, <laughs> you remember being checked into the psych ward. 
him being diagnosed bipolar in 10 seconds, girl. When they found out that I was misdiagnosed and five psychiatrists misdiagnosed me as bipolar over eight years, I was a good patient. I went to lots of doctors. I went to all my visits, took all my pills, finally maxed out where you just can't take any, you're like, you can only have so much pills and I was going to say poisons, toxins, pills, whatever you want to call them in your body, especially these types like, um, valparic acids, um, you kill you. So like, I wasn't getting any better at my anger outburst and my suicide ideation, my depression was not getting any better though. The pills were going up. So, I mean, it was divine intervention when I got sent to a mood clinic that run through UT that was literally for bipolar patients to get you on the lowest amount of medicine possible. Cause that's just a thing. It's always changing. It's just, let's get you on the lowest amount you need to feel good. And they wouldn't accept me in the program. After five hours of interviews, they told me I didn't have the mania needed for the diagnosis of bipolar. It was like the world. I just was like almost too much for me to, I wrote all about this, my book it was like too much almost for me to process. So I was like, 30,000 pills, swallowed unnecessary, labeling myself as broken for almost a decade, falling and becoming this behavior. When you're bipolar, there's no fucking cure, girl. That's what they say. You're that forever. So you feel broken forever. It's a dangerous thing to label yourself. Wow. Thank you for sharing that. Like the energy behind that, I feel for you. And I feel for you in like so many different ways. I can relate to you in some ways. I know people who've been misdiagnosed with other things. And it's it's crazy that that can go past, like look past for a decade. Yeah. Of your life where like you could have and and 30,000 pills, is that a real number? It's ba- yeah, yeah. Like I mean, it's uh, rounded, but very, very close. Yeah, <laughs> it, insane, dude. Yeah, girl. And and it, I did the math. Like it's if I didn't have insurance, it's probably about half a million dollars I unnecessarily um, given to the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. So that's when I discovered big pharma really was a business. And then I started feeling weird after my misdiagnosis because I gave them so much money unnecessarily with no refund. So, you know, that was just like me tiptoeing into realizing that there were things going on in this world that weren't for our benefit, you know? Like, I don't know, it was a skills-based therapy called dialectical behavioral therapy that healed me, that helped me. It's one-third mindfulness, one-third emotional regulation, and one-third interpersonal effectiveness skills. No pills. Let me explain something real quick for the listeners. Bipolar is a mood disorder. It's treated with pills because they say you have a chemical imbalance in your brain. Borderline personality disorder is classified as a personality disorder, and it's treated with a skills-based therapy and no pills, but they share all the same criteria for diagnosis. It's so similar. I mean, basically the same. And so I got off the pills after eight months titrating with my psychiatrist. I did an outpatient intensive outpatient program for borderline personality disorder, the dialectical behavioral therapy in two months. I did a whole, it's just condensed it and did it hardcore, learned it all, how to breathe, how to process my emotions, how to talk to other people, get my needs met and understand my high sensitivity. It's just who I am accepting that. And then like I did the course again for a full year, like a group weekly. And then I did ayahuasca and I, I literally came back on the week after ayahuasca and I was like, well, I did ayahuasca and I, I don't, I just don't think I need this anymore. <laughs> I feel healed. And my counselors were awesome. One was like, oh my gosh, yeah, we've heard so much about that and the quantum healing and yeah. 
wild, right? But I feel better than I ever have in my whole life. And I don't, I get weary taking a fucking Tylenol now. Yeah, it's, it's, whoo, what a year to be mm. discussing this as well. And that's basically as far as I'll go with that in this conversation. <laughs> um, it is so interesting to see when the veil is lifted. I remember that happened for me when I was, um, 16 years old, I was going through sort of a depressive state, um, drinking way too much, was not happy. And I asked my father to send me away. And I went to um, a hospital in New Canaan, Connecticut. People can put two and two together. Most people know where it is if they know about places around there. But regardless, I went there, I checked it out. They wanted me to stay like three months. I didn't even want to stay a month after I'd been there about two and a half weeks because I realized that everyone there were guinea pigs, myself included. And I met so many vibrant people that were so dulled down because they were on tranquilizers and all of these crazy pills and these women, uh, this, these women, the, the, the doctors there were like, when you go home, you're going to have to take this for, like, for the rest of your life, essentially. And I was just like, I don't want to. I remember like writhing in my bed crying because I was just like, I can't be here. This place is crazy. Like not because anyone here is crazy. People here need like, they definitely need healing and help, but this isn't the way. And maybe it is for some people. And I don't want to take that away for the people that it has worked for, but it is scary to see how over prescribed our planet is with mm. pharmaceuticals, because I do know that there is a place for Western medicine. I do know that I have witnessed it work with my own eyes, but I also have witnessed myself being a guinea pig, which sounds like yourself just being kind of like, Oh yeah. No, I mean, I was on Depakote, a mood stabilizer that was very new is what they put me on in the psych ward. And I just took it because I was miserable. I would have swallowed anything to feel better or whatever. And my boyfriend was asking me about it lately. Like, he was like, didn't you have to sign some kind of special paperwork when you did Depakote? Because I got it for free. It was like 4000 a month otherwise for this fucking before. That's why this is like half a billion dollars. Like these pills aren't cheap, some of them. And um, so I did this. I was part of a study. I signed into it to get free fucking pills I didn't need. <laughs> so I hear you, girl. And I want to comment on something else that you said that's coming to mind, that when you're talking about when you're at the hospital or in your treatment, that there are all these vibrant people being dulled down. You said that, and I almost, I just felt the clairsentience feeling of just such like sadness because I was, I know what you're talking about. I was one of them. I was one of them. Like I lost myself. I, I was to re-meet Kara. Like once I got unthawed from these pills and I saw and all of the people in the groups and I've been in so many groups and so many programs. They're the most colorful, amazing, loving individuals. It's like they wrangled us up, all the highly sensitive magical unicorns and drugged us or something, telling us that, that we were too much for this world. We didn't fit in. And that was always our magic and our gift. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's crazy. That's um, it's crazy. I hate that I keep saying that word even because of just like the connotation. Oh, oh, girl, 
this laugh with crazy because now that I know what the real crazy is, it's, that definition has changed. I've been called crazy my whole life and the definition has changed all along the way. And now I'm just like, it's a fluid word that can mean anything. Oh yeah, no, I, I always say it's crazy because I, I always stop myself when I say it's crazy because none of this shit's crazy, but every, it, it seems crazy. But like our lives are really what is, is truth. Like having been that sensitive when I was 16 years old, like knowing that these people who were literally zombies in there, were these vibrant ass souls like this is who we are this is the truth you know who i see today who i know today has always been there you were and it's so it's so beautiful to hear you call it our superpowers because i believe that as well and i believe that there's a different way there are different ways um of healing than just sort of numbing and yes yeah numbing is the last thing we're supposed to do our feelings are really just indicators to get us like through life moment to moment like the 90 second emotional response it literally takes 90 seconds for your brain to react to a stimulus that lets it put out the chemicals to make you feel a certain way and to have that come that chemical like drain through your body and be gone 90 seconds you should feel an emotion anything beyond that you're perpetuating Mm-hmm. Like we were talking, and so like, think about like everybody shoveling these emotions and never feeling them that 90 seconds. Woo. You're freezing it for decades. That's how we, I'm going to say it. That's why people are getting so ill. I, I believe I did it to myself too. Like I made myself sick by never feeling and all you do an ayahuasca ceremony. You learn all about stuck emotions. Oh, yeah. I, I feel like, anybody, yeah, like anybody, it's just like, you can, yeah, it's just we're to feel and feeling is healing and feelings are indicators and they're not to be afraid of. We don't even need to be afraid of fear. Fear is a lack of knowledge. We don't need to be afraid of anxiety. Anxiety is our friend to remind us to do something. And she's not wanting to stay more than, more than 90 seconds. It's just, we have her move in and then we complain about it. <laughs> it's a choice. It's a choice. Uh, one of my favorite sayings that I, I think I've created, but maybe I didn't, <laughs> is, you know, you have to wake up in the morning and be tired of your own bullshit at some point. Yes, girl. Yes, I love and that. Work through it. Work through it. Like I got compassion endlessly for you. But when I, the only reason why I ever get frustrated when I hear someone tell me the same story over and over again is because I've mm. done that shit. I've been there, and I had to make a choice, and that person has to make a choice too. Like you get to swim in the "woe is me" narrative for as long as you want to swim in it but you, right. shouldn't, you shouldn't stay swimming in that stagnant water. No. And it's when people like do that, you know, they tell you what's going on, what's going wrong. And then you want to offer advice and they won't accept it. It's girl, it's an energy dump. I just learned about this and I'm talking, I think I said this the other night too. Like I, it makes so much sense to me. They just want to dump their energy on you. And then they feel so much better after talking to you, but they don't want your advice. It's so frustrating, right? Yep. Anyway. I feel that. I feel that it's, it's, (laughs) and if you've been through it before, you know, and they're telling you and you're like, I've been through this. I know, like, I want to help you. You're like, I want to help you. I have advice for you. And they're just like, Nope, I just got it all out there. I'm done. Kind of left with it. Just like, "Uh, exactly. (laughs) Okay. I'll just be here. Um, and none of, none of what I have to say is important. You're right. Thank you. (laughs) Um, it's, it's, uh, 
I don't know why I'm speechless right now, but I am. And, and I don't usually catch myself. No, it's an ascension symptom, actually, girl. There's so many ascension symptoms going on, like where you'll have a thought just be stolen from you. And I'm telling you, it's because the timelines are constantly shifting. There's weird stuff going on. We're all feeling weird eating patterns. We're having weird aches and pains. Our bodies are being upgraded. The light, the, the, the solar flashes are coming in. The, the um, Schumann residence has been high. The astrology is off the charts. Like we're all going through this new vibration going into the 5D and still transmuting what's, you know, the negativity that's off balance on this earth. We're getting the divine feminine back up where she needs to be. She needs some healing. Oh yeah, sister. It's, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely the rise of the divine feminine. It's definitely this huge shifting of timelines. There's a lot going on. Um, planetary wise has been a lot going on and there's still more to come you know we're still mm. in the thick of it and in such a beautiful way too I don't even mean it in any negative way whatsoever because with all the destruction that's being seen there's so much creation happening at the same I time. love that and the same sentence because I have always said breakdowns well my boyfriend always said this I can't steal from him. he'd say breakdowns lead to breakthroughs and you have to break, think about, you have to break things down so that you could have build a, a brand new thing. Like you can't have the old thing. There's just like anything that's not working for you. Even if it's a relationship, you got to get out of it, let it go because then you create space for the new one, a job you hate, get fucking rid of it. So you can create space for the new one. And we only have so much space. Mm -hmm. It's a choice what we want to fill it with. And it's also a message to the universe universe gives us what we want if we ask for it. I mean, most of us aren't believing in ourselves or thinking very highly of ourselves. That's what I really used to not think highly of myself. Like I was fucking so mean to myself in my head. Of course, I perpetually was miserable. Like we, it's when we grab control of our consciousness and we steer ourselves on a positive direct, like yacht in a positive direction for ourselves to our paradise. That's when we get there, you know? I just keep going off on these tangents. I hope they make sense. No, they make absolute sense. You're just, you're such a grounding force for me at the moment, just because like I've been in this weird flux of energy and it is all of those things. It's all of that, which you're speaking of. It just feels um, comforting to be in the space. Good. Also know that like when we take our naps, there's other people doing the work, you know? And yes. Yes. The astro traveling. I want to bring this up. I feel like really called to be bringing all this ascension stuff up because I really feel like all of the sensitives and the empathic people. And I know that your listeners are that way because they're drawn to you and you definitely are. The stuff is going on right now. Like we're astro traveling at night in our dreams. We're doing like this world is quantum. There's multi-dimensions going on more than that meets the eye here in this one. Um, and so like, you know, you haven't been sleeping great. Well, give yourself some time to rest during the day, be out of the fact that you're doing some astro work, whatever, whatever that is, but you are at night. And, um, you know, like your body's being upgraded. Things are changing in ways we don't even know, uh, but that's happening. It's real. And I'm positive because Ascension happened to me. I literally had a quantum awakening. I was a different person a few months ago, like literally like, and the expansion of love and happiness and non-judgment and just like inner peace that I feel now in my life is just proof. You can go from being completely miserable like I was and you can wake up and you can learn to make yourself happy and you can learn that you're the one who makes your dreams come true and you can feel the peace you've always wanted. You can have that. I know this is for everyone. This has happened to me. 
I feel like so excited saying this. Like I've just this person that woke up from like uh, being asleep, mm-hmm. literally. And it just like, I'm like, okay, it kind of sucks that things aren't what I wanted it to be when I woke up. This world is a little crazy right now. There's that crazy word again. This, <laughs> like, you know, I'm not really, it's, it's wonderful having awakening, right? You get your consciousness back, but girl, it's a wild world we're living in now and we're transmuting energies and we're astro traveling and it's about being kind to ourselves right now, honoring the flow and just loving ourselves and giving ourselves what we need. And that is so powerful when we each do that. Because if each one of us is giving ourselves what we need, loving ourselves, then think about the world, have all these people doing that at once. We only really need to care for ourselves. We all just do that. The whole world lights up. Absolutely. I love that. We're healing ourselves to heal the world. We heal ourselves to humanity. And it's, it's all perfect as it is. And it always, and we, we are here to remind each other of that too, you know? Because I think that while you're going through these different awakenings, you can still fall asleep and wake up and fall asleep and wake up. And you have these experiences, Mm -hmm. have these people in your life that are there, like your earth angels, essentially to be like, Hey sister, it's okay. Yeah. (laughs) So you're doing, you're doing that for me. Like I'm literally sitting here in dream world, just like watching you just like, yes, like motivation. Uh, wait this is a podcast I'm supposed to speak (laughs) I'm not just watching this on YouTube I'm I'm filming this right now (laughs) um you're the bridge you're the facilitator you bring things together you're a connector you're doing so much divine data came through you know I was like I didn't understand it I had literally 80 first and last names come through in the first iteration of what this was um, and I was like, okay, what does that mean? And then it came with like a sentence. And that was the sentence was like the description of the show, which is like, um, oh gosh, authentic leaders, uh, inspiring change by speaking and embodying their highest truths. Um, I was like, okay, so what's this about? And they're like divine data. And I was like, okay, is that the name of my podcast? But like, it's a great name. Yeah, it's, it's such great. a good and, and name. It makes a lot of sense because once I started to pull the people through, once I got to 88, um, people like written down and started booking them. I was like, you know what? And I'm going to expand it to as many as it goes to, you know, Yes. We were the, the starting point to tell me who I knew and who I could connect with, who I could call, who I could be on these calls with. Um, and it's been this crazy, amazing and crazy. Again, I said it, um, beautiful web of data of people, data points, um, here on this planet who are, you know, creating the new earth. Yes. Yes, we are. Earth. Yes. Um, and we're anchoring I, it in, anchoring it in, anchoring their light, our light into this planet in the way that we're meant to be doing it by self-actualizing. And mm-hmm. I feel like, I feel like, I think I know that that's what we're all meant to be doing here on the planet and with, with our human lives. And that's what we're experiencing. And, and it's not that you're meant to just do it right away. And some people here on the planet are not going to do it in this lifetime. And that's okay too. Right. But right. Like, that's the work is like the self-healing, like we're talking mm-hmm. about self-healing. being authentic too. We've been talking a lot about authenticity and like being authentic, doing the self-healing and bringing, because we're authentic. That's when we really bring those light codes in or like what it's what we are. You know what I mean? Our energy, but that's our light codes guys. Like, you know what I mean? That's at least part of it. And so when we all step into that and feel safe to be ourselves, it's like, 
everybody's meant to flourish. Everybody's meant, you know, to, to vibe high and level up and, and share that. Absolutely. I, I say that myself too. I see that like there is enough like abundance and space on this planet for us to all be as big and great as we want to be, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. um, some of us aren't, aren't going to want to be that big in this lifetime. They're like, no, I want right. to, I like living like this and I don't need to do anything big. For yeah. Like, that's, that's okay. Their, that's their work. Yeah. That's their healing. That's their journey. That's yeah. awesome. But for anybody who like has a big dream, mm-hmm. go do your dream. Go yes do it now don't stop yeah. now is go time this message yeah. her, uh, us saying that right now is literally a sign to whoever's listening right now it's go time yesterday i had this random idea to make this funny video i don't normally do is kind of like making fun of some symbols and stuff of, that lady gaga was wearing at the inauguration and m- making it look like uh the mocking uh, hunger games yeah. It, yeah. it was funny and uh it was like let me it was just like showing this big mockingbird pin she had and then like showing effie wearing a mockingbird pin from hunger games and then being like welcome to 2021 may the odds be in your favor so i posted to tiktok and then i immediately tell my friend oh my gosh i just left my comfort zone and i'm thinking i'm going to remove it why did i do that you know i don't normally put that kind of content out but i forgot and later that day i'm in the tub and i go on to tiktok to delete it and girl it's got 60,000 views now 60,000 yeah and it like went viral like and so it I laugh I smile because it's a lesson it's Vishnu teaching me like look at you you stepped out of your comfort zone this is what you are I authentically thought it was hilarious well so did 60,000 other people I was gonna <laughs> remove it and so not like yay entertained a bunch of people but also I got this like lesson Kara step out of your comfort zone and be yourself and I know I to a lot of people must look like I'm absolutely out of their comfort zone. Like I dance, I like, I'm loud. I say what I want. I'm often smoking weed, whatever. Like I'm just myself, but it also has to do with these thoughts inside of us above the world and how we see things that we felt unsafe to show, but you know, let's do it. Let's step into our authenticity fully. I'm that's what, that's my yeah, let's attention. wear whatever we want to wear when we're in public. Let's not worry about what anyone's thinking. Let's sing at the top of our lungs if we want to sing at the top of our lungs, you know? Yes, the top. And dance is, yes. Yeah, fully express ourselves in all of the ways. Do the dance. Yeah. Do like dancing was considered crazy at one point, you know? Yeah. I remember learning that and I was like, what? What? They thought that they, we were, you were crazy if you're dancing. I mean, what else? are we one day going to say people thought it was crazy? <laughs> and now I know things are flashing in my head, but I'm not going to say them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like you got to say them now. I don't know. I, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Spirit's like, no, stay on topic. <laughs> I'll snap, snap on that. And hey, maybe we're to sum this up anyway. No. <laughs> Yeah, I've, I've loved speaking with you. I would love to have you on here again sometime, especially when yes. the book has come out and we can I talk would love about that. that experience and how yes, you'll, Yes, well, then you can, you'll, you'll read it, you'll be able to read it and then we'll be able to really like discuss it. I can't wait to share my book with my friends, especially because they're tired of hearing about it. It's been 15 years, you know, like, oh, you've been writing, you know, many people I've said, oh yeah, I'm writing my memoir, I'm writing a book like... I, whatever Kara you've been saying that for so long like yeah, show, us it, <laughs> show us the book show us the book
No, it's happening. It's it's going to be coming out to be determined around the spring of about. Eight, I'd say around April Fool's Day. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. Trouble's awesome. coming. Trouble's coming. So cute. All right. Well, Kara, can where can we find you? Where can we find you? We'll put all your links in the the episode descriptions. But it's um, I'm here comes trouble xo on Instagram, and then Kara Helen Mosier on Instagram. That's my music account. Here comes trouble xo is my author account, and then I'm Kara Helen Mosier on TikTok with the viral videos. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's pretty exciting. Congratulations on the viral Thanks. video. 60,000 viral for me. <laughs> right. No, that's epic. And it's going to keep growing from there. Don't take it down. Um, I, and, and keep going outside of your comfort zone. What a great message. That is such a great message to end this on is like express yourself authentic, authentically step outside your comfort zone. Um, you have the capacity to heal yourself um and i love your story i'm so excited to hear more thank you so much thank you for having me on this has been so much fun i love talking to you i love the tone of your voice it's so healing you're meant to be heard and seen so you're doing so much thank you oh i love you thank you sister. i love you too